You're listening to Let's go. the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on our mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling, laughing, crying, and of course some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts, Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. Christmas gifts, yeah. You're still trying to order Christmas yes, gifts, exactly. but they're probably going to cancel on you. Eat I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sir, I don't need your negativity to you right now. <laughs> Me and Bolts are trying to work on our cussing. I, I am, guys. I promise. I so am. He, he says that he so is, and at the same time, is he so? Oh, oh. Look. You just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 310 of the Second Opinion Podcast. It is the one-eyed celeb back again for another episode. Joined I don't by know my, how to take that. Joined by my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, Bolts. What's up, bro? What's happening, bro? Nothing, man. I don't know how to take that. Take- I, he, wanted, he wanted to sit in the in, in my chair so he wouldn't have to look at my eye. Directly, it's, which it's is almost swollen shut. Um, but either way, we're back again for another episode. This time, we got a great show. We got some stuff we're going to talk about. And, uh, Are we going to talk about video games? We're going to talk about video games. I'll tell you what. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but let's go ahead and get right down into it. Bolts, what have you been... Uh, how's life been treating you? Don't talk about my life right now. My life and, is hell. And what have you been gaming? Um, what about life? What is life? Life is that moment you wake up from your deep, somber sleep. <laughs> no, life is life, man. Um, I, I work at UPS, as everyone knows. Um, it is holiday season. It is week two of December. And it is it is pure chaotic hell. It truly yeah. is. It, it, I have no other way to say it. Um, we're, uh, we're 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 just we're hustling and bustling, trying to get everybody their their packages for Christmas. For all you wonderful people out there, I'm so happy that we could assist you in your online purchases. And on top of that, some rare news: uh, UPS has been gifted the shipping. Uh, capabilities for the COVID nineteen vaccines. Oh, really? Uh, the first, the first, uh, <clears throat> the first boxes of vaccines have been shipped out today. Um, each box is about I don't know twelve by twelve, and they contain about five thousand vaccines. Wow. Um, I know you're uh, like I know the location. I know exactly <laughs> where they're at. So just listen to this podcast, and you'll get my, your vaccine. Uh, my uh, my um my PayPal ID is this. Just drop a few bucks <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 really neat that uh that we're we're able to uh to ship these and and let me tell you it's it's a big ordeal. It's I mean as we're shipping it as as boxes go from location to location, when they get to a lo- new location, we automatically fill that new box with dry ice so the vaccines doesn't get you know That's hot awesome, and stuff like man. yeah. So I mean like like <laughs> just this past week in the state of te- or in in the in the in the whole UPS corporation in the United States, we've bought like sixty four thousand pounds worth of dry 
FYI's. Wow. Just at different locations so we can refill boxes and make sure the stuff stays cool. That's awesome, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so there's that. That's UPS. Um, I've been gaming a little bit, playing a little COD here and there. Um, I bought uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla a week ago. Woo-hoo. I have exactly two and a half hours logged into this. <laughs> um and you're like, it was the best two and a half hours of my life. <laughs> um, so far, so good. Uh, it, it reminds me a lot of uh, of God of War. Yeah. Um, but I haven't got to the uh, the assassination part of the game yet, which is what I, I like Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed about. Yeah. Um, I'm not much of a hack and slasher. I want to sneak through the woods and with my knife and stuff. <laughs> So, um, but I'm excited to, 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 at some point dive into it and, and lose my mind, body and soul into it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well, ready. I think you're going to like this one. Um, I mean, I know that you were head over heels for Odyssey, but I think you're really going to like this one because they really, really focus on that whole assassination aspect of it. You know, they brought back the whole blending, uh, they brought back a lot of the the skills from the assassination yeah. style because honestly, to me, that's, that's the one thing that that always felt a little strange in odyssey because you know playing as cassandra she's just a total badass right and there's a lot of times that like to me i felt the sneaking around and stuff like that didn't really fit her i felt that way at the beginning with um alexios with, uh-huh with alexios no 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 oh. with with avor oh avor i yes. felt that way because i'm like he's you know, uh, I said it. There you go. I, he's a Viking. Loser. He, he's a Viking. <laughs> and, you know, so, like, why would he sneak around and do all this other stuff? But then whenever I realized that how much of it feels like the original, I right. was like, okay, well, this uh, some of these missions make a lot more sense to sneak instead of just running in there being like, I got an axe! <laughs> right. And, and, and let me tell you, about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm, I'm really, really, really excited to dive into this story. Yeah. Um, I, I love that whole Viking lore. Um, I just, I, I can't wait to see how, you know, just how, how it's going to turn out, you know? Yeah. You know, because it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, when you, when you play an Assassin's Creed game, whether it was the first one, the second, the third, you always had a feeling of, of how things were going to turn out yeah. and, and so on and so forth. You know, even the same way with, um, with Assassin's Creed Origins when it first oh, yeah. came out, you know, you're, 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 you're in Egypt. Um, it's kind of where, you know, Cleopatra, the Romans and stuff like that. So you, you kind of had a feeling that the, you know, the Romans were involved and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and who would be the bad guy? who would be the good people um odyssey had kind of had a twist but you definitely knew um the, the baseline of that story but i'm really excited to see how how the gods are going to play their part in this um i'm really i'm really waiting for that big cinematic odin scene i know there's going to be one and it's going to be massive it's going to be glorious i can't wait to see that um and then of course all the other gods um you know, you know, Thor, Loki, all these people who want to, you know, show their faces or whatnot. I'm kind of a, uh, I'm kind of excited. I'm really excited to dive into this whenever I get that chance. Yeah. So, <clears throat> well, I have been playing a lot of games. Um, my Immortal Phoenix Rising review is up. I gave it a 3.9 out of five. Um, I think that a lot of people could find a lot of good qualities in this game. Uh, I've had a lot of fun with it. There's even been uh, there's still a lot of times that I'm sitting down playing the game and loving every single minute of it. The gameplay is really fun, really responsive, and one of the biggest things is the game is really beautiful. But what held back from uh, from it getting the normal celeb kind of like rave review that I tend to a- 
I wouldn't say accidentally do, but like I kind of, I guess I need to reevaluate the way that I look at reviews because sometimes I kind of go into it in like a fan's mindset instead of a critic's mindset. Right. And Um, you, you, you need a bolts. (laughs) I think what really started changing the way I critique things is whenever I reviewed Fallout 76. And, like, I was looking for so many good things about that game. Are we going to talk about it? What? Fallout 76. No, we're not going to talk about it. Um, But... You know, now it's a way better game, and a lot of people still play it, and they're having a lot of fun with it, and Bethesda is fixing the the bad situation that was the game, but that was one of those games that made me realize, okay, well, I need to understand, even though I do think some of these games are, are good and fun and whatever else, they're not always going to be... Um, they're not always going to be the best and I need to give my honest opinion. Um, well, I wouldn't say honest opinion because I've always been honest about my reviews. I always think like if I'm playing a game and I give it a five out of five, I'm giving it a five out of five because I've very much enjoyed my experience. No, absolutely. You do. And and even though you say you give, you're, you're more on the high end of the, of the fours, four and a half and fives, you, you, you do it for a reason. And and there is a reason you do it because you do think they are exceptional games for the most part. So, and that's one thing that me and hip hop gamer kind of have in common as well, because he's always like a hundred percent. Like if it's a game he likes, it's the best game he's ever played. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how it is kind of with me. Like, you know, Call of Duty, I mean, I, I think Call of Duty was a great game. Uh, did I give it a perfect five? No, I didn't. Um, one game I did give a perfect five to was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I, I mean, I really do feel like Assassin's Creed Valhalla was one of it, one of the best open-world RPGs, if not uh, the best Assassin's Creed game that I think I've played in a really long time. Um, but... Um, with that said, back to Immortals Phoenix Rising, it's a really, really fun game, and there's a lot of unique aspects about the game, but there's also a lot of familiar aspects about the game with, um, you know, some of the combat is very similar, and some of the ideology of the game is almost too similar to Breath of the Wild. Um, and I feel like they took a lot of really good things from games and added it into one, and that's not always a bad thing, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like copying something like that is like a really big form of flattery you know but also i feel like there's certain things that they could have added from games that they didn't add from games so you know one of the biggest things that really irritated me bolts and i talked to you about this was the currency system in the game like having to go around the the world and collect so many different types of shards just to upgrade your weapons and armor you have to have a total of like four different shards just to update your armor um or you know for instance just to do those updates or upgrades you have to go back to the hall of the gods every single time that does seem kind of tedious Uh, it's very (laughs) tedious so it would have been so much easier if they would have just let you collect blue shards and upgrade it or if they would have added a normal xp system like they do in assassin's creed valhalla that's what i love about valhalla and odyssey as well is that like you go around the world, you do stuff, you get XP, you can literally on the go upgrade your character and their skill sets and everything while you're in the world instead of having to go to one, you know, location constantly, back and forth, back and forth. You know, so there's there's a couple of issues with it, and I think those few issues kind of held it back from 
being that perfect game or that like heavy dark horse game because i still will say people if if you like rpgs and you like you know mythological stuff go buy this game because it is beautiful you'll have fun with it but you will see familiar aspects of other games in this world no question um either way moving on from that i've been playing Call of Duty Black Ops uh, Cold War a lot as well. I've uh, been playing some multiplayer with Jesus, uh, Elvin, and Wesley. And um, not Bolt for whatever the damn reason. Bro, every time we log on, you're never online. It's because you probably, you guys are up at freaking... We played at 9 o'clock the other night. I was in bed, bro. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, but um, we I've been playing that. Played a little bit of zombies on there as well. Um, jumping back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um finishing out a good chunk of that world and also today i have been playing cyberpunk 2077 and i have to say i'm in love with the game i'm really really digging every aspect of the game um the <laughs> there's there's a couple little areas that i i guess i didn't really expect to be like 100 percent real i saw beforehand there was all this news that like oh whenever you create your character uh, and you know, and you choose your sex and do all this other stuff. You can literally make them however you want to, um, but like literally, you can make them however you want to. And in the aspect like, of like, like everything, like genitalia, bro, because a baby maker shows it on the screen. <laughs> you can choose the size. Remember, like on um, uh, was it? You Saint could literally give the guy a vagina, dude, dude. Like or on, vice versa. Remember on Saints Row when you can make the bulge in the underwear yes. go like really big. Well, this is like Saints Row on drugs, because <laughs> <laughs> you can choose literally test. You can choose <laughs> if his if his uh. Let's say, let's just say underling. You can choose if it's circumcised or not. What? You can choose the size. You, I mean, it's it's so crazy. That's so funny. Never something that I thought would would need to be put in there. But either way, um, you can really, really customize a character. Um, do a lot of different features on there. Um, I made my character. I made my. Uh, I chose uh, the male character V. And I made him somewhat look like the one that's already been promoted, but like I gave him like a blue and green like hair color, and I gave him these like black and or black and white like irises, uh, which I think are really cool. Um, you can add all different types of stuff on there, tattoos, everything. And then what's really great is that if you register on GOG.com, you can actually get some really cool gear for your character, which are like, you know, Witcher themed leather jackets. Um, you can get like a samurai sword, a Witcher themed shirt. And what's really awesome about that jacket bolts is that it it it, ha it looks like the the um, samurai jacket. Yeah. It says samurai on the neck, but then it has like the shoulder piece to make it look like the Witcher's jacket or Gerald's jacket. And then on the back, it has the Witcher symbol and the eyes glow red while, while you're That's walking cool. around. Um, and of course, there's a really amazing photo mode. So I gotta say that <laughs> since Bolt hates it, but I'm not gonna talk about much of the story or anything that I've uh, experienced so far. I've, I've thank you played a good chunk of the story. Hmm. I wouldn't say I'd probably say I've played about fifteen percent of the story. Um, but I've really had a lot of fun in it, and it's a really really fun game. Um, but to lead us into our first topic. Um, with the game obviously just launching, we all knew that there would be issues. So, 
These issues have taken part on not really PC and um, PC and like next generation consoles, but um, it seems that other hardware is really having a problem with it. So Cyberpunk 2077. This article is actually from Verge, and this is uh, going to be our only segment for this this area. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 just launched after a, a slew of delays. Um, what's crazy about it is that the game has launched for multiple different consoles, but it seems like there's only certain versions that really don't have an issue. So what it says in this article, it says Cyberpunk is also somewhat a unique, uh, unique in the way it's releasing across different platforms, nine to be exact. It says that they initially reviewed Cyberpunk on PC where they ran into a handful of glitches that were annoying but didn't exactly render the game unplayable. Since then, we've been able to test it on two additional platforms to see uh, how it fares while also reporting to the community at large of uh, the consensus is it seems that this game only works better on certain platforms, PlayStation 5 and other consoles. The first thing to note is that uh, is that there isn't actually a PS5 version of the game. It is a PS4 version of the game uh, being run on the next-gen console. Um, Performance-wise, it has been utterly great. And I have to say, that is 100% with me. I've had two errors to where the game closed, and then one glitch that I told Bolts about earlier to where one of the main protagonists was like laying on the ground sideways. Um, but outside of that, I haven't really had any other issues. Um, but from what we're seeing, it seems like um, the PS4 and Xbox One and possibly, you know, PC version look relatively bad. And when I say relatively bad, I mean... I saw some footage earlier for the PS4 uh, version of the game, the original fat version of the PS4, and it... It was a blocky mess. I mean, it was really, really bad. Frame rates were probably dropping below 20. Um, characters were completely not even um, not even looking human. They just looked like block figures. Um, so the issue with this is that the game has been delayed as much as it has been, and the original aspect of this game was based on previous versions uh, previous consoles like Xbox and PS4. So bolts. Why do you think these issues are are still apparent? Do you think it's because they're they just got into way too much of a rush? Do you think they should have just pushed it off until the beginning of next year? This honestly, this is what I think. Um, this this was supposed to be a, a huge, massive release, um, and it is absolutely. Um, but you said it yourself. It is a <clears throat> excuse me. Is it a P? It is a PS4 game running on the PS5. Um, so it kind of makes me kind of makes me wonder why, why the PS4 PS4 versions are running so badly, mm -hmm. you know. But there, so if <laughs> you you have these these big massive beautiful games that are coming out, you know, Cyberpunk 2077 is the first big beautiful game that is released. I, you know, I don't care, you know, Valhalla. Excuse me, Valhalla is what it is. Call of Duty is what it is. But 2077 is is this big, massive, beautiful game. Mm. Um, so much going on. You got this vast world. Um, it was it was in, in in my eyes. Yes, it was originally made for the PS4 and the uh, and the Xbox One X. 
Um, but the moment they found out that it was the next gens were being re released and redone and stuff like that, they should have completely just just made the game for those consoles. Yeah. Um, and I and I understand that people were like, well, what about the people that play One X and, and have a PlayStation Four? Well, you still have Valhalla and COD. Okay. And and that's what and that's the way I, I believe about it. Certain games. Are, ma are 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 <coughs> are made and are meant to play on the biggest and baddest that we have. And in my opinion, CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077 is that game. Um, the 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 gameplay, the 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 colors, the physics, the the overall just gorgeousness of Cyberpunk, which we saw at E3, is something that should be played on the biggest and the baddest, um, and not downgraded by any means. Um, because you're only you're you're downgrading the game itself in in all reality you know you, you you've delayed it one two three four five times um and then even whenever it's still played on the on the i say current gen because it still is a current gen yeah the, the playstation 4 and the next one in the one x you still have you still have these blockies and these and these and these glitches and these lines and, and so on and so forth and it's like you're downgrading what Cyberpunk 2077 is. It's 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 supposed to be this big, beautiful, massive game. And the PS5 and the Series X are supposed to push it to the limits. And that's what you want. You want your game to look beautiful. You want it to play smooth. You want it to do this and this. And if and glitches come and go with new video games. We yeah. understand that. But you've delayed this almost four times, five times. There should be no glitches. Yeah. And if the glitches are because you've put it out on so many different consoles platforms then that's your mistake and you should only focus on one or two yeah and another thing i was talking about the resolution just a minute ago and frame rates but from what i saw on this Eurogamer article it actually shows that on <clears throat> that on ps4 and xbox um that at times on the original versions of this of the systems frames rate frame rates like for instance on the ps4 frame rates dropped to 17 frames per second 15 frames per second went up to 22 28 25 30 24 17 and it says right here according to morgan cyberpunk 2077 on ps4 looks very blurry running at running between 720p and 900p resolution and the frame rate um for any driving around the city is a constant 20. While indoors, you it'll run about 30 frames per second and sometimes can drop to 25 frames per second. Um, running the game on PS5 backwards compatibility does improve matters to, to a degree. Um, it says a frame, uh, uh, blah, 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 certain loading faster. Okay, so of course the game loads faster on PS5. The frame rates are unlocked to 60 frames, but the glitches, including... Um, uh, T-posing NPCs remain, which I have actually only run into this a couple of times um, to where there is a like a glitch or whatever else. I saw my car kind of floating above the ground a very small amount. Yeah. But like outside of that, like I haven't really had any issues. Um, but I, I agree with Bolts. This is no shots or ill will towards uh, CD Projekt Red because we love them. And you're amazing. Yeah, you're you're an amazing company. If anything, I, I consider you like the new Bioware. Like, y'all are the epitome of what game development should be all about. Of storytelling, RPG, massive, immersive games. Yes. That's what y'all do. So the, the problem is, though, is that this game has been delayed as many times as it has. 
and was originally just supposed to launch on you know PS4, Xbox One, and they're having these issues. So, of course, it leaves a bad taste in some gamers' mouths because they, they get super excited for a game that not only is about this crazy cyberpunk world, but also, of course, has Keanu Reeves in it. And um, they get it, and it's not working properly at all. Um, so it, it is irritating, and it's understandably irritating. And hopefully they will get this situation fixed. Um, but... This also leads into talks of, you know, what should development time frame be? I would rather, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, Bolts, I would rather a game get announced, you know, say at the Game Awards, they announce a new game and they're, they're like, it's coming out in, uh, you know, Christmas of 2022. I would rather know, hey, listen, we're going to wait for two years and this game's going to come out and it's going to be perfect. And it's already been worked on for five years or something like that. Um, then them announce, hey, there's a game and we got this date for it and here's the date and then it get pushed off another two or three times and then it launched and it still not be properly fixed. You are absolutely 100%. I, I agree with that. I, every step of the way. I'm, I, I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. I can wait. As long as the finish. I mean, you know, we all we, we don't know what the finishing product is by by any means. We can only hope and pray that if you spend if you say hey this game's going to release at this point and it's four years in advance, we only hope and pray that it's 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 a perfect game. Yeah. Um. But it. But if that's what you want to do, if that if that's what give us the finished product, give us the finished product. And, and and once again, I mean, when it comes to, to, to computers and, and to consoles and the games and stuff like that, the glitches come and go. We absolutely understand that. But when you've had to, when you've already had so much time to work on it, it should honestly be a almost a perfect product. Yeah, it absolutely should. Yeah. Hopefully they'll get this fixed. But that is something I definitely wanted to talk about. And I also quickly want to shout out my homie Liana. Rupert for calling out uh, an issue with the game. So Liana actually talked about this and I think a few other people had talked about this as well, but it was mainly Liana um, had talked about that. It says right here, CD Projekt Red response um, to the epileptic aspect of the game. It says Cyberpunk 2077 to add new epilepsy warning as dev works to fix uh, devs work to fix issue. They had said, thanks for bringing this up. We're working on adding a separate warning in the game aside from one that exists in the EULA. Regarding a more permanent solution, devs are currently exploring uh, that and will be, um, you know, eventually trying to get it added to the game. It says CD Projekt Red's response comes after Game Informer's editor Leona Rupert published a piece cataloging several areas in the upcoming game that could be a concern for players' sensitivity um, to epileptic triggers like flashing patterns or lights. Um, so the reason why she brought this up is like there is one moment in the game that I didn't even realize it was going to happen, but you, you put on a headpiece and just out of nowhere, like flashes come on the screen from that headpiece it's like so you know most of the times when those type of issues are going to be in a game usually game development has a warning at the beginning hey there are you know severe flashings in this game um you know if you do have epilepsy or whatever else um you know let's 
they should have a setting to where they could change it. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's not in the game. So she brought that up, and they actually added it in there. So big shout-outs to Liana, um, a really fantastic writer over at Game Informer and a friend of the show. Um, so give her big props over on social media. We're going to head down into the top gaming news. Microsoft has confirmed that xCloud Beta is coming to iOS and PC spring of 2021. So it is finally coming to iOS, and it will be available for free to all Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers um, this uh, this upcoming year, in early 2021. So, <clears throat> Bolts, you and me have talked about xCloud a lot. We've talked about the potential of xCloud a lot. Um, and this, I guess, a couple of months back, iOS and, you know, Apple, of course, you know, it was announced that, like, you know, it's not going to be available on, on Apple. They obviously worked a deal out. Um, do you feel that this is the area that Xbox is really trying to get into? It's just streaming game. I, I do. Um, am I allowed to go back to the last topic real quick? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why not? What? What? Okay, no, no. Th- this is just me playing the devil's advocate. Okay, <clears throat> I absolutely agree, one hundred percent. Happy that Cyberpunk went back and put the put the warning and so on and so forth. Um, but as a video gamer myself, uh, I, I, I've, I've 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 come to expect that every game will have flashy lights. Yeah, I mean. I, I and, 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 and believe me, y'all, I'm, I'm not trying to be a, a, a no, part of my I, I'm not trying to be a, no. a butthead about it. No. I'm just saying when I play a video game, yeah. I expect those lights. Yeah. And in, in, in all reality, I, I should expect everyone else to yeah. expect the same thing. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll have to show you the scene because yeah. me, with Cyberpunk, I, I honestly already kind of thought that and I've moved past the whole aspect of trying to wait and see warnings on games. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I did not expect it. It was just random occurrence. I really honestly thought they were just going to put the headset on and you see how close my chair is in there because my eye. So, like, I'm sitting up close to the screen and it was like, and I was like, oh my God. Um, But I can understand, um, you know, and, and, and you can agree too. Like, you know, of course, it's there, it's. It's part of development that if they know that something like this is going to be in the game, then they should have put a warning in there. The fact that they didn't put a warning in there, I don't think it was any, of course, it wasn't anything out of ill intent. It was obviously just because they were like, hey, we got to get this game out as quick as possible. So it just slipped their mind. Moving on from that, um, I mean, back to what we were saying. With iOS um, now getting the ability of xCloud and all this other stuff, Microsoft is really moving into their true form, <laughs> basically. I think that they are, in the next you know few months to a year, um, there will be Xbox apps available on smart TVs. Um, you know, No question. I don't know about you. I think we've talked about that multiple times on the podcast before. Absolutely. I mean, Xbox, like, like they said a year or two ago in one of their press conferences, um, it's not Xbox versus playstation it's it's xbox versus amazon you know these streaming devices they they're they're trying to get their hands in this whole big beautiful world that is streaming and they're doing exactly that yeah and they are and you know uh you have other conglomerates of course like sony that are doing things that are kind of still baffling to me you know sony bought funimation um about eight months ago or almost a year ago i think so sony just announced yesterday 
that um, that they are actually purchasing Crunchyroll from I think um, I can't even remember who owns it, Crunchyroll, but anyways, they're buying Crunchyroll for 1.2 billion dollars and and merging Crunchyroll with Funimation into one giant conglomerate. So it's going to be the largest streaming anime service. As long as the whole damn thing is not English, I'll be fine. <laughs> As long as there's still ability to do subtitles, um, my, my Cantonese. And but stuff you know, like, that. like that's crazy to me, though. Like 1.2 billion dollars, they're they're adding in all this other stuff. So, you know, it's it's like Microsoft is going around buying studios to further their gaming abilities. Sony obviously has already has you know good stock in their studios and knows that they can create great first party experiences, but they're buying up. Um, streaming services like this and I'm, I don't know if it's just more or less of the aspect of money or just to buy out the competition or what but still you can tell that most of like these two companies obviously have their heads wrapped around all things streaming right now so and which is awesome and, and I love the fact that they're putting the ability of Xbox in everybody's hand yeah that is that you, you guys don't realize how big that truly is the the ability of Xbox in everybody's hand because you either unless you you either have an Android or you have an iPhone yeah and that's that's what three point how many billion people on the earth yeah you know not counting the, of course the small kids but still um, forget the children I know but I mean that, that's how many people are gonna have this in their hand y'all and, and how many people how many people eventually are going to have the ability of just like, should I should I just download or should I go buy a console or should I just download an Xbox app to my smart TV or to my phone, pay for the, you know, you know, ultimate game pass and then just play it wherever I want to go. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I mean, that's fucking smart. You know, no, I know. I just I said it again. Yeah, Still, you did. Yeah, it's you hard. Did. It is. It is. We're bad people. No, um, but I mean, anywhere from a from an iPhone all the way up to an iPad, y'all, an iPad. It's it's a, it's a portable laptop that you can take anywhere. You can play almost anything. Yes. Come on, y'all. And then you'll be able to Bluetooth a, a wireless controller to that bad boy. Come on, y'all. Y'all. Yeah. This is this is freaking huge. It truly yeah, is. It really is. And we're very excited about it as well. More Microsoft news right here. Halo Infinite is officially launching in fall of 2021. So when Good. We, Good. Yes. Delay right? that delay that hope. You go ahead and Wait. say what you need to say on. Oh. My bad. No, 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 no. I was saying like I, I want oh. you to say. Oh no. Okay. Halo Infinite is is supposed to be this 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 big baddie game that of course is a Microsoft um, goldmine, um, and I'm so glad they didn't launch it during the launch of the consoles. Yeah. Um, one the state that it was in. It well, not 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 just that. One, the consoles are brand new. You work all them stupid little buggies out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the, the games that are being released on are not going to be are, are like we said. Most of them are not made for the next gen consoles. They're made for the current gen and upscaled to the PS5 and the Series X and so yeah. on and so forth. This game will launch a true Series X title. Yeah. Everything. What 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 whatever that whatever that means means it's going to be <laughs> made for the series for the Series X. Yeah. And that's what we want. 
Absolutely. Just like whenever they get ready to, uh, to do like God of War yeah. and stuff like that. Those titles right there will be made for the PS5. This will be made for the Series X. Everything that they put into this game will be able to run that console to the max. Yeah. And you, and you think that <laughs> Microsoft is going to let this game even remotely be glitchy you have lost your mind yeah this game will be I, I i don't say rebuilt up but it's getting completely remade and coding and all that stuff yeah. for the series x i'm glad they're waiting an entire year to re to to, to, re, to launch this yeah because it gives them an entire year to focus of building this game for the next gen consoles which will maximize what the console really is yeah so and, I'm and super it's like excited. what you said too about like god of war God of War Ragnarok is set for 2021 to release. Um, and there's already been some stuff that has been sent out on the social media universe of some of the looks from that engine that that, that people are going to, you know, well, you know, facial uh, graphics for God of War Ragnarok. And it looks stupendous. I mean, it looks even better than it did on PS4, which... I mean, the game already looked amazing. Yes. So now that this is going to... I would highly, highly doubt this game is going to be on PS4 and PS5. And see, that's what I'm talking about. If if we're, if we're going to launch these games in an entire year... It ain't no PS4. Yeah, it doesn't. It ain't no One PS4. X. It, yeah. It's 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 for your top end PCs. Yeah. Except for except for God of War. Yeah. Um, but and and Halo and Halos it's top end PC, and your and your and your Series X. That's yeah. all that should be released. Yeah. And Sony is looking into the same thing that you know Microsoft is doing now. They've already released some of their exclusives on PC, like Death Stranding, Horizon Zero Dawn's coming as well. Um, and from from what was said, God of War is coming uh, to PC as well, which would be great. But this is my thing. Um, like what Bolts was saying, with God of War, um, it needs to launch on PS5. Same exact thing with Halo Infinite. Um, and I'm glad that they pushed it off this physical year to really give themselves room to, to kind of grow and make Halo Infinite the game that we have thought it was going to be since it was originally announced. So um, I'm very, very excited for Microsoft. I'm very excited for gamers in general to get their hands on it. So, so I have a question. I, I, I know we're talking about Halo Infinite, PS, uh, PS5, gee Lord, Series X and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, is the is Halo multiplayer going to be completely different from the campaign like Warzone is for Call of Duty? I don't know. Is because, that what they're because, stating? Well, no, because it says Halo Infinite's multiplayer mo- mode will be free to play and support up to 120 frames per second. Possibly, because if that's the case, that's freaking huge. Yeah, I, and 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 I only saw it a little, a little tab at the bottom of the page we're looking at, and I saw that I was like, oh wow. Well, that's uh, I haven't really, honestly, I haven't seen much on Halo Infinite news. Yeah, neither, it's not neither something have I, I really neither. focus on. But um, I I think originally they announced or a couple months afterwards that they announced that the multiplayer was going to be able to just be free to play so you don't have to have the base version of the game 
to play the multiplayer mode, That's, which is great. It is. It, it, it says it says the legendary Halo series, blah, 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 returns. Master Chief, yay. Okay, um, it says groundbreaking free-to-play multiplayer experience. Enjoy up to 120 frames per second, just like I said. Reduce slow times, creating seamless gameplay on the Series X, blah, blah, blah. Um, the Xbox leaker that accurately revealed previous Halo Infinite details backed up the claims that the multiplayer mode will be free to play. So it's gonna it's got to be yeah. a separate it's got to be a separate entity. The leaker also claims that the arena mode will, will aim up to 120 frames per second, which Microsoft has also confirmed. And the multiplayer Halo Infinite will include a battle pass system and new customization options. That's great, dude. So they're really trying to push push the aspects that like Fortnite and Call of Duty and stuff like that are so highly sought after for. Absolutely, man. Yeah. That's a well. You have to have that battle pass aspect as well, because like you know, people are going to pay for it. Yes. You know, and it will pay for the free aspect of the game that's anyway. It, man. So, so that's that's really. Um, hey, hey, props to you, Microsoft. Three, four, yeah. three. Delay the game, make it the best you can, um, and we'll be expecting next holiday season, bro. I'm telling you, we're all all very excited. I can't wait to see what kind of like big collector's edition they put in that bad boy. <laughs> are you thinking about? No, Can no, it? I won't go that far because it'll but be... But Aaron will. Uh-huh. No, Aaron's not a big Halo guy. I thought he liked Halo. He does, but he's not like that. He likes he likes watching but didn't Red you, versus Blue. You got the collector's edition of... Uh, what Halo did you get? With the helmet? Yes. Halo 3. I Halo 3. Yes, I did. And that was so sick. It was. I mean, I sold the helmet for like 300 bucks, but that's besides yeah. the point. But, uh, but no, <laughs> Aaron is into Halo because he watches Red versus Blue. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then he just stems from that, yeah. so... Um. So, <laughs> big news right here. I know this is this news is somewhat old, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it. And I am a Metal Gear Solid freak. Metal Gear Solid movie to star Oscar Isaac as Solid Snake. Um, the Star Wars star Oscar Isaac, who played Poe Dameron in the latest Star Wars films, and is also playing Duke Leto in Dune will be playing Solid Snake. Back in March 2019, on the set of Triple Frontier, he was doing an interview, and they were asking all the actors, you know, what's a what's a, a role that you would really like to play? And Oscar Isaac was like, I really want to go for that Metal Gear Solid movie. And they were like, oh, yeah, who would you play? And he's like, Solid Snake, of course. You know, like, he's a big fan of he's the like, series. He's like, I'd play Raven. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he will do great. I, I think he'll do really great. Oscar Isaac, of course, back in the day, had more kind of like funny comedic roles or whatever else, but he's really come into his own. And one of the movies that really made me just kind of like mind boggled around Oscar Isaac was uh, Ex Machina. He was in that. He was the creator in Ex Machina. And what was the other one um, with, oh my gosh, it was, oh, of course I would forget this. It was about, like, he, there was another version of him made and all this other stuff, and there was that wall that they walked through and everybody turned into plant people. Oh, an uh, Annihilation. Annihilation! With, with Natalie Portman. With Natalie Portman. He was great in that movie. Yeah, he was. Oh, my God, he was good. And that bear with a human voice. Is that a bear? Ugh. That was disgusting. But anyways, um, Oscar Isaac will be perfect for this role. I'm telling you guys, I've seen a couple of people online, of course, like fanboys and stuff being like, why choose this? He's not going to be great for it. But I'm telling you right now, he is going to be perfect for this film. Perfect. And I, I really think that the director and everything that uh, Hideo Kojima has really added on this movie and what it's going to entail, it's going to be a great 
great movie. And we have seen slowly but surely over time that video game movies are getting better. Even though people hated the Assassin's Creed movie. Let me tell you something. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Y'all have to... Okay. When people criticize video games that are turned into movies, you have to realize that... For instance, Assassin's Creed is like a 12-game series. Each game takes you upon 100 hours to complete. Um, the, you, you can't honestly expect someone to fit an Assassin's Creed game in two and a half hours. Yeah. Okay? There's got to be a build. There's got to be something different and so on and so forth. Now, the the, the video game movies are sl- I, I slowly, slowly getting a little better. Um, I still, I'm still waiting for that that groundbreaker. I, I th- that one that's really gonna set set apart. Um, and if and if and if uh, Kojima has any kind of foothold into the to writing and the directing of this of this movie to help portray Snake onto the screen and stuff like that, I think that's gonna be a big plus. Um, I think of course uh, Poe is gonna be an amazing amazing actor as Snake. Um, and, and, and of course, you know, they've got to piece the correct characters to go with the snake, um, as far as actors and actresses. So I'm really interested to see who else they were, they would, uh, um, who, who else they would cast along yeah. as the side characters, you know, like yeah. Psychomantis and stuff like that. Yeah. Or if, if it depends on where they want to go with it, of course, yeah. you know, yeah. so, um, I'm excited. Yeah, I am as well. And I think, um, I think Hideo Kojima has already confirmed, and the director of the film has already confirmed that, like, he will be part of the creative process. He's got to be. Um, I mean, that's that's his baby. He's got yeah, exactly. To be. And I think that um, I think it's going to be a great movie. Uh, and I also I'm excited for another video game movie that's coming out, Uncharted, with Tom Holland. Um, I think he's going to do an exceptional job. And I think sometimes us as gamers are way too critical. Um, I've never honestly seen a community as critical as the games industry. It's, it's because we're, 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 we're self-entitled people. I'm telling you, dude. Like you know, a, it's because we spend all this money and we want the best. And, yeah. and, 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 that, and that comes with territory, so yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. You get what you get. Um, but we're going to skip the last topic um, and mainly uh, just talk about the end show topic which is the game awards so the game awards are happening tonight and me and bolts are going to kind of more or less just give our thoughts of who is going to win what so we're not going to talk about every category um bull crap (laughs) man let's roll with it bro. so uh game of the year uh the games that have been nominated are doom eternal um final fantasy 7 remake Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing New Horizon, and The Last of Us Part 2. So you know what I'm going to say. Um, hands down, it should be Ghost of Tsushima. I, I agree 100%. 100,000 percent. I honestly, I, those other games, um, Last of Us 2, it's, that has never been my cup of tea. Animal Crossing is just, it is what, Hades, Hades... I really want to play on the Switch. Yeah. I, I absolutely really want to play the Hades on Switch. Uh, but Ghost of Tsushima, um, it's Doom gotta, Eternal is a great game. Don't get me wrong. I know I've been talking it up forever, but 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 Ghost Tsushima, Tsushima is, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Best game direction awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half Life. Um, 
and Last of Us Part Two. It's got to be got. It's got to be got. It's got to be got. <laughs> it's got to be got. Goes to Shima. Best narrative for outstanding storytelling. Um, Thirteen Sentinels, uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Goes to Shima. Hades, Last of Us Part Two. You know, I I don't know the the only story I truly know is Final Fantasy VII. I don't know the storytelling of these other games because most of these are Switch and PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, in all reality, this would have to be this this would be your decision. Um, I'm choosing The Last of Us Part Two. I was gonna say I was gonna say just by knowing what the story of Last of Us Two is, yeah, I would probably go with that one too. Yeah, because I think they really made a lot of uh, uh, narrative decisions in this game to make it more. Um, connecting to players out there than what they did with the last one because the last was last of us one was a great game but you know it was just it was just dark from start to finish this one it shows darkness but it also shows that light as well it gives you hope for things um and it makes you connect to not just one character but like a multitude of characters um so best art direction um, Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Ori, and the Will of the Wisp. Last was part two. I'll tell you right now, anything that's got Ori, Ori in it, I'm, I'm voting for it. Ori is by far one, uh, the, one of my top five games of all time. Yeah. And that, and that's either the first one or the second one. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love it. Uh, the, the And this is this is best art, best art direction. Um, absolutely visually stunning. Yeah. Um, everything about Ori I loved. So. Yeah. And... <laughs> I originally, of course, was going to say Ghost of Tsushima, but Ori of the Will of the Wisp, uh, the small amount of time that I played it, it was really, really fun, um, and it was unbelievably gorgeous. So I got to give it to Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Uh, best score of music. <laughs> Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy, Hades, Ori of the Will of the Wisp, and Last of Us Part Two. Doom Eternal, Doom no Eternal. question. No Hands questions down. asked. Best music out there. You should definitely just go listen to it. Um, best audio design: Doom Eternal, Half Life, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil Three, Last of Us Part Two. I chose Ghost of Tsushima. Audio design in that game is unbelievable. It's really, really great. I'll go with Got. We go with Got. Best performance awarded to an individual for voiceover, acting, motion, and performance and capture. Uh, Ashley Johnson as Ellie. Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us 2. Um, Nasaku <laughs> Suji. Suji as Jen Sakai. Logan Cunningham as Hades. <clears throat> uh, Naji Jetter as Miles Morales. And I chose Ashley Johnson. I'll go Bailey. Okay. For Abby. Yeah, because Abby was a pretty good character. Yeah, well, she was. Um... Games for Impact. We're going to pass over that one. Best ongoing game. Um, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, No Man's Skies. I chose Destiny 2, even though I don't like Destiny. Um, I think Destiny 2, um, it's just because I don't want Fortnite to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been, I mean, they've really come out with some great content. So, best indie game. Uh, Karen, uh, Karen um, Fallout guy or Fall Guys, Jesus Christ, Fallout Guys, Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockdown, Hades, um, Spiritfarer, and Spelunky Two. It's got to be Fall Guys. 
You know what? Um, I have played Carry On. Um, Carry On. Uh, it is. Uh, is it's on the Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. and it is absolutely amazing. Um, I have really grown to enjoy these uh, these two D three D platforming side strolling games, mm-hmm. um, and this one is sick demented as they come. It is amazing. I absolutely, yeah, it love seems it. pretty grotesque. It is, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Best mobile game: um, Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, um, Jensen suck. Impact, Legend of whatever rune tier rune terra rune terra i'm horrible at reading bro yep um pokemon <laughs> pokemon cafe mix i'm choosing among us i really play a lot of cod mobile but among us is <laughs> it's the shit it's the shit man <laughs> you agree yeah absolutely yeah. okay sorry for the sneezing Best community support, recognizing a game for outstanding community support. Uh, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fall Guys, Fortnite, No Man's Skies, and Valorant. I'm choosing No Man's Skies because the community really hated this game when it first came out. And instead of just folding, Hello Games was like, hey, we're going to fix this and really make it an enjoyable experience. And now it's one of the... Um, one of the craziest games I think I've played. I downloaded it on my PS4 right before I got my PS5, and I was really surprised by the updates. Um, I was going to go with No Man's Sky as well. Okay. Um, skipping that. Best uh, innovation in accessibility. Recognizing software and or hardware that pushes the medium forward for adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by a wider audience. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Grounded, uh, Hyperdot, The Last of Us Part 2, Watchdog Legions. I chose The Last of Us Part 2 because the amount of accessibility options that they have in the game. Not only do they have, you know, a huge tier of options, but they also have like small minute options of being able to like change the size of your font, the color of your font, um, changing a good aspect of the game to where like if you really do have a hard time playing certain games because certain disabilities it really kind of just like lines everything out perfectly no matter who you are I, I don't care about that I, I just want to play my game I don't care what 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 stuff you bring to me I hate you just bring uh, my game best action game uh, we got Doom Eternal Hades Half-Life uh, Neo 2 Streets of Rage 4 I chose Doom Eternal um, I played Streets of Rage 4. Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, I, I I haven't played it, but I've seen the gameplay on Hades. Um, Hades would give Doom Eternal a run for its money as far as action. Really? Yeah, bro. Mm. It's 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 like a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's like super over the top. It's it's it, it looks really fun. I I, I want to play it so bad. Yeah. Like like I got my check today. I want to go buy a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, best action adventure title. Ooh. We got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Toshima, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ori and the Wheels with the Wisp, Jedi Fallen Order, mm. The Last of Us Part Two. Now, this one was really hard for me, bro, <laughs> because first off, every game in there outside of like Ori and the Wheels of the Wisp, I really poured a lot of time into. Now, I didn't pour a lot of time into Miles Morales. I haven't got a chance to play that yet, yeah. but I can only, only expect it to be as action-packed as, as the previous yeah. Mar- uh, Marvel Spider-Man. So 
I don't know, man. Like, to be honest with you, hmm. It's a hard choice. While you think about it, I'll I'll, I'll discuss mine. Um, Of course, you know, Last of Us, uh, Spider-Man, Ghost of Shima. Um, they're all PlayStation exclusives. I didn't get to. I didn't. I didn't get to play any of those. Um, I was not the biggest fan of Fall Fall uh, Fallen Order. Um, I've been, I have an, two and a half hours of Valhalla. So my game is already in the Will of the Wisp. Ugh. I'm just telling you, bro. I'm just. It's so. Oh, it's so sincere. Um, and when you're actually fighting and you got to go through the the puzzles and stuff, it's true. Oh, I just. I love it, man. It's so good. <laughs> On all the levels. Well, um, and and Ori is a complete badass. I just want you to know. Uh, I'll I'll play it in its entirety one day. Um, anyways, I loved Star Wars: Fallen Jedi or whatever Fallen Order. I freaking loved that game. I loved it so much that I really don't do it a lot. But I literally, once I got done with it, started back over on New Games Plus mode and loved it. Such a good game, but I have to say, <laughs> I gave it to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Wow. It is a truly, truly amazing action-adventure game. So, best role-playing game, we got uh, Jensen Impact, we got um, Final Fantasy VII, we got Persona 5 Royale, Wasteland 3, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Now, I haven't played Yakuza Like a Dragon, I but I have had a lot of... People yep. say it was a fantastic game, and they love it. So I'm gonna give it to you. I, I go with that 110, yeah. bro. I'm really surprised that you haven't played that. What? Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, what? It, I mean, it just released. I, I just I don't have. You that. like J? You like JRPG? I do. I just haven't had the time, dog. Get the time. Do the crime. Grand Blue. Oh, whoops. whoops. Best fighting game. <laughs> Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. <laughs> Street Fighter Five Championship Edition, Seven One Punch fighters. Man, a hero nobody knows. Um, Under Night in Birth X. Uh, listen, Street Fighter Five Championship Edition. I, I, out of no disrespect to Capcom, this game should not even be on this list at all. The fact that this was a launch title, this was on PS4 when it first launched. And the fact that it has had... Uh, no, I'm not even going to get into it. Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition. No questions asked. Uh, yeah. Hands down. Street Fighter Five. Get away from me. Best family game. Animal Crossing New Horizon. Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. Fall Guys. Uh, Mario Kart Live. Minecraft Dungeons. And Paper Mario Origami King. Uh, I chose Crash Bandicoot for It's About Time because the game is fantastic. It plays beautifully. I wouldn't know if I could technically say everyone in the family could play it because it's still, like I've always said, the original Dark Souls. It is a very hard game at times, but that is my vote. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it to Animal Crossing. Okay. And, and Mario Kart Live looks pretty fun. You have the little cart and it like connects yeah. and you drive it around, but eh. yeah. Best simulation strategy game. Crusade Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator, XCOM. Gears Tactics. I mean, if, if we want to get really down to it, <laughs> listen, listen. If we want to do simulator here, best sim strategy, you're not going to beat the flight simulator. Yeah. 
I mean, that is, I mean, that stuff runs at like 4K. It's, you're, you're in a damn plane flying, bro. Um, and everything in the world in that game looks exactly. extremely <laughs> realistic. So, but other than the airplane in the world, um, Gears Tactics, um, I absolutely love, man. Um, XCOM uh, Chimera Squad is, of course, just like Gears Tactics. Um, I haven't played Desperados 3 or Crusader Kings 3, um, yeah. but Gears Tactics, uh, you're playing as, as, as Gabe Diaz, Cat's uh, mm. brother. Um, I, I love it, man. It's so just good. Give, is that your vote? Yeah. Gears Tactics? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> Best, <laughs> Best sports racing game. Um, Best sports slash racing game. Dirt 5, F1 2020, FIFA 2021, NBA 2K21, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. Now, I will give props to Dirt 5 because um, I've seen gameplay of it. It runs unbelievably at 4k does up to up to 120 frames per second but i'm giving it to tony hawk pro skater one and two it's a fantastic game unbelievable remake and is the rebirth that tony hawk deserved um i'm gonna give it to the most popular sporting franchise it's fifa 2-1 bro blah it's the FIFA truth 2-1 it's just it's the truth to one the copy of the previous version of the game oh okay so what is tony hawk look, look, look two yeah, but it's like uh, a re. No, listen, no. they actually remade it. Uh, There's like the PS4 version of FIFA 21, or whatever. It's supposedly literally the same exact version of FIFA 2020. And yet, it's still popular. And it's still the most popular. It will always be the most popular. And that's just how it is. Because bring back FIFA best. Street, and then I'll and then we'll talk. Oh dear, I want uh, them to be NFL Street though. Yes. Because NFL Street was amazing. NFL Street with Blitz mixed in. Bro. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Best multiplayer game. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, and Valorant. I will have to, no if ands, or buts, say Call of Duty Warzone. Warzone will get it, but I wouldn't mind seeing Among Us get it. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, no, oh <laughs> they got, they're, they're going to win best indie game. I know they will. I, I would be very surprised if they didn't. Um, best debut game. You want to go over these? Man, the only one I know <laughs> is uh, is Carry On, and I absolutely love that game. So I don't. So what know. is it? Carry On, Mortar, Sh- Mortar. What is it? Mortal Shell, mm-hmm. Raji, an ancient epic, Rokai, and Phas uh, Phasmophobia. Uh, yeah. That that last one looks like a freaking horror game. Yeah, it does. Um, um, and the, the the Mortal Shell looks like a Demon Souls game. Right. I think actually, I think Mortal Shells is somewhat like a Demon Souls is game, it? if I can remember right. But as far as I go, Carry On was. I, I I'll was, have to say Carry On as well because I've seen a lot of people blown away about. by that game. Um, Best esports coach, you've got to be. Kidding I'm still me. scrolling. Look, it's like, hey, look at me. We point the mouse and we <laughs> shoot the guy. Um, best esports game: Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Counter Strike Global Offense, Ooh. Fortnite, League of Legends, and Valorant. Of course, Counter Strike should win this. I was gonna say it, it, it's either gonna be CS or League of Legends. It honestly yeah. will be one of those two. Yeah, I agree. And that's it. I thought that said. I thought that said best esports hot. I was like, what? That's it. Game of the year. Better be Ghost of Tsushima. Um, absolutely. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima did win the Player's Voice Award as well. Yeah. So. Um, that, other than, you know, I don't really count games that have come out 
in like October, November, because I mean, you've been here for three months. You have not established yeah. nothing. But but Got is definitely game of the year. <laughs> Got. Jesus. Anyways, guys, this what? is episode 310 Can't of the Second you. Opinion Podcast. Make sure to check us out at youtube.com forward slash second opinion podcast. I need podcast. this laptop to crash too. So all this <laughs> stuff don't. goes away. Also, do me a favor and check us out on Twitter. It's twitter.com forward slash second opinion pro. Twit, twit. Or you can check us out at our home, cinelinks.com. Or we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Peace out. Peace out.